Hello and welcome, my friends, to another podcast, Truth Be Told by Digital Rebel, where you get your own investigative journalism personalised for like-minded people like us. Right, hello and welcome, everyone. So in the last podcast, titled The Psychological War We Face, I spoke about how we should handle the sleeping masses and that was to not bombard them with facts and data, but just rather plant a seed of doubts in their heads and let their own minds take them the rest of the way. Because after all, they are suffering with cognitive dissonance, cruelly ignited by Boris Johnson and his hired behavioral scientists, hired to find out the most effective way to get the masses to obey to all the new restrictions and to brainwash them into believing questionable science through a campaign of fear. Johnson, hiring his behavioural scientists for this reason alone, should have raised a massive red flag, but went quietly unnoticed. So today, I'm going to take a look at a man regarded by some as a philanthropist, and regarded by others as a power-hungry, evil little man. This man is, of course, Bill Gates. A bit of research about Bill Gates reveals that this man, who is practically advising the whole world on health, has no medical or scientific qualifications at all. Just like the weasel Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, Gates stole his ideas from others to start Microsoft. So who else, who is Bill Gates, a software developer, a businessman, a philanthropist, a global health expert? These questions are becoming very real for those who are beginning to realize that Gates's unimaginable wealth is being used to gain control of every corner of the fields of public health, medical research and vaccine development. And now that we are presented with the very problem that Gates has been talking about for years, a killer virus that is, we will soon find that his software developer, uh, this software developer with no medical training, is going to live, leverage that wealth into control over the fates of billions of people all across the world. We've all seen Gates being interviewed saying if we don't get the whole planet vaccinated and on my vaccination programs will never get back to normal. Never get back to normal, he says. Simple solution to get back to normal is just turn your TV off, turn your television off, telling you a vision, but not your vision. Simple as that. This man is no public health expert. He's not a doctor, nor an epidemiologist or infectious diseases researcher, yet somehow he has become a central figure in the eyes of billions of people, presuming to dictate the medical actions that we are told and uh, that we are told are required to get the world back to normal. This man in short has monopolized global health the same way Bezos of Amazon and Zuckerberg and Google and Apple have all monopolised their perspective industries. 
In creating a monopoly with Microsoft in his early years, he breached antitrust laws brought out for all to see in the court cases filed against him. So why do our world leaders trust this man so much? Now the pandemic is being used to hide all sorts of wrongdoings, but none so creatively as Gates' monopolisation of global health. They say money talks, and that certainly rings true for Bill Gates. So as I researched this man, I came across an online newspaper, Bill Gates exclusive, going back to around about the start of the pandemic. I think it was a, a few months into the first lockdown. So this online newspaper reveals exclusive Bill Gates negotiates $100 billion contract tracing deal with Democratic Congressman, the sponsor of the bill, six months before the coronavirus pandemic. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation helped negotiate who would score a $100 billion government-backed contract tracing contract in August 2019, six months before the pandemic arrived in the United States and four months before it swept through China. The shocking revelations were unveiled on the Thomas Paine podcast and the More Paine show on Patreon by the two investigators who blew the whistle on the massive Clinton Foundation fraud, the tax fraud. Do you remember that? During a, that was in, during a congressional hearing back in 2018. John Maynihan uh, and Larry Doyle testified in Congress detailing the fraud and schemes utilised by the Clintons to avoid paying up to two and a half billion pounds in federal taxes. So these guys pretty much knew what they was on about. So they blew the whistle on Bill Gates, the investigative duo, in their first interview since that bombshell congressional testimony revealed to Thomas Paine that representatives from the Gates Foundation met with US Congressman Bobby L. Rush in Rwanda, East Africa, in mid-August 2019. Remember that date, mid-August 2019. So let's just have a little look at when Event 201 happened, because let me tell you, both gentlemen met again at Event 201. And that was the 18th of October, 2019, two months after a meeting in Rwanda. If you haven't heard of Event 201, I suggest you Google it. It was October 18th, 2019. It was held by the John Hopkins Centre, the World Economic Forum, and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The 10-day events included political and economic heavyweights and they run a simulation of a global coronavirus pandemic. Essentially, this was a practice run for what lies ahead, what lay ahead, should I say, planning and practicing an economic and political strategy. That's what Event 201 was. So, in mid-August 2019, we have a meeting about contract tracing and mid-October we have event 201, the simulation scenario 
using the coronavirus pan, uh, pandemic, the hypothetical pandemic. So back to the article. So meeting in Rwanda in August 2019 to hash out who would score the windfall from a government contract tracing program. And just last month, nine months after the meeting with the Gates Foundation in Rwanda, Rush, a Democrat from Illinois, introduced the $100 billion HR 6666, the COVID-19 testing, reaching and contacting everyone trace act. So answer me this, why would you need a government contract tracing program back in August 2019? Seriously, why would you need that back then? So a quick look at congress.gov uh, website and HR 6666 COVID-19 bloody bloody bar trace act. The sponsor is Bobby Alrush, the guy that Bill Gates or representatives of the Bill Gates Foundation met in Rwanda in 2019. So months and months after they met, Bobby L. Rush comes out with this new bill, HR 6666. Rush's bill would establish a programme run by the CDC for national coronavirus testing and contact tracing. How on earth did they know this was going to be needed nine months ahead of schedule? Thomas Paine has since learned Congressman Rush travelled to Rwanda with his spouse from August the 12th to August the 19th, 2019, to take part in talks and a week-long event, underwritten by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Rockefeller Brothers Fund. So how can you negotiate the byproducts of monitoring a pandemic six to seven months before the outbreak of the virus even happens? This means either it was released and planned by definition, or it was influenza or some mutant strain of the flu, and it was still planned, prior knowledge must mean it was planned. Go and check out the Thomas Paine podcast. Right, so. So back to Bill Gates. So I can understand why so many people want to question this man's motives and are being censored by social media and the internet full stop. These people are being labelled conspiracy theorists by mainstream media being you know being deleted before their concerns are even heard then there are the concerns of bill gates's association with jeffrey epstein after his conviction of paedophilia his name appears many times on epstein's flight logs yet he still remains in the trust of our leaders the big question is can the world trust this buffoon with everyone's health i hope not god bless this man has cleverly positioned himself into all the institutions needed to make a clear path and smooth transition to get his vaccines sold to the world. He's the primary funder of the MHRA, the, medic, the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency. I mean, these people regulate the UK's medicines, the medical devices and blood components for transfusion 
uh, responsible for ensuring the safety, quality and effectiveness of everything. So if this man is the main funder of this institute, do you think he would have any problems whatsoever getting his vaccines approved for, for the UK without any substantial, uh, substantial testing easily? He's done so already. He also has 12, uh, he also has major shares in both Pfizer, Biotech, uh, I think he started up Moderna, I thought, or he think, I think he's, he owns pretty much Moderna. So is there any wonder the MRA has authorised the jab for use in children? This is absolutely crazy stuff, man. It seems this man wasn't joking when he said he wanted to vaccinate the whole world. Over 7 billion people vaccinated with a vaccine that many scientists say isn't even a vaccine. It's a clinical trial for gene therapy where no one knows what the long-term damage it may cause or what neurological problems it may awaken. A gene therapy jab that doesn't stop you catching the virus and it doesn't stop you spreading the virus if indeed the virus is actually out there. Because last time I checked, not one single lab in all the world has isolated SARS-CoV-2 in its entirety, which of course means if nothing has been isolated, then what did they use to calibrate the PCR test? Of course, we all know, we all now know the CDC has pulled the dodgy PCR test after using it since day one. If you know anything about the polymerase chain reaction, the PCR test, then you will know it amplifies whatever you're looking at, but the amount of cycles you should use is not to surpass 24 as you start to get what's called the false positive. Of all of us, as, uh, as all of us have dormant viruses in our body at any given time, if you go above the 24, it's going to see any, any of those tiny fragments of DNA, uh, virus DNA. So up to 35 cycles and you create up to 97% false positives. So now many people in England have written to hospitals all over the country with a freedom of information request um, from the Freedom of Information Act requesting information on how many cycles they have been using throughout this whole pandemic. Now these hospitals, they know they have to reply for Freedom of Information Act. And we found out most UK hospitals were using 45 cycles. So that right there is where most of their case numbers came from. I'm pretty sure of it. And I'm pretty sure the same method was adopted all over the world. And then came the lockdowns, the restrictions and the new tyrannical laws sneak through Parliament with mainstream media not even reporting on it at all. So a quick summary, if Bill Gates funds most mainstream media, he funds our own BBC's, is their main funder and donator. He has major shares in most vaccine and pharmaceutical companies. He funds institutions such as the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the Trilateral Commission and so forth and so forth. If someone wanted to sell his vaccines to the whole world, 
what about a person can you get them Bill Gates is he could make this happen with ease as has happened controlling mainstream media's narrative to his favor convincing the most of the world to take his jab he funds the Guardian he funds NRP's global health coverage he funds our world in data website which is tracking the world's stats on COVID-19 right from day one so he's got total control over the COVID-19 stats as well he funds the BBC's coverage of global health uh, global health issues he funds the world health coverage on ABC News in America the list goes on and on he has monopolized global health and he's making billions of it absolutely billions of it while simultaneously controlling our government's decisions on our public health it's almost impossible to find any area in global health that has been left untouched by the tentacles of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. It was Gates who funded the meeting that led to the creation of Gavi, the GAVI, the Vaccine Alliance, a global public-private partnership bringing together state sponsors and Big Pharma. As a founding partner in the Alliance, he then went on to provide $750 million in seed funding and has gone on to make 4.1 billion from the group. I could go on and on and on about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, how they funded this and funded that and profited from this and profited from that. They've funded and profited in almost all global health for the past 20 years. So it's no surprise that every global health institute dealing with this so-called global pandemic has ties to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Right from day one, the World Health Organization has directed the world in the pandemic. They have shaped the global response to this outbreak. But even the World Health Organization is largely reliant on Gates' funds. If this one man has such a monopoly in global health, and he is correctly predicting this global health scare four to five months before it even happened and he's got bills pushed through in the, the US organizing America's track and trace six months before the pandemic even hit China then this man is either he's got superpowers he's, he's the best psychic medium in the world or he's helped orchestrate the whole thing go and, go and Google event 201 and then you'll come to a pretty much conclusion pretty quickly, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's not implausible as he has close ties to Anthony Fauci as well, who seemingly funded the Wuhan lab 3.7 million months before COVID hit China. Do you remember Trump's, Trump was on about that back in the early days of the pandemic? Are you starting to connect the dots with this man yet? He controls the flow of information, which is the most important piece of the jigsaw for him. He can censor anyone, anyone whose science tells the truth, but which doesn't go to his agenda, his science. And we're all seeing this on a, on a daily basis now. So I've told you what Bill Gates funds and where all the 
conflicts of interest are, are amongst uh, amongst other information on this man. So you've just really got to go and check him out for yourself. Boot up your laptop and research this man thoroughly. There's a lot of a lot of suspicion on this man, and rightly so. And you'll find out the facts if you just do a bit of research yourself. Right to end this, I'm going to play a song. It's, it's from a newcomer on the market, and his name's Lucas Lyon.
Do you really believe that this is about health? It's never been. Take a look, it's evident. The only thing that's spreading is the terror they've been peddling. That mask is a muzzle. Only the strong will survive in this struggle. If you ain't seen the bigger picture yet, then you're just lost in the puzzle. Literally got you living in a bubble. The only virus in our lives is these lies and these titles that are trying to deny us of our rights and conspiring to annihilate the righteous. The sheep can be silenced, but they can never quiet. The liars were rising. The veil has been lifted. Consciousness has shifted to a higher wisdom. And we ain't gonna be victims of this system. We won't be prisoners. This is the resistance. Now that is Lucas Lyon, 1984. Check him out on YouTube.